0: everyone welcome back to when Cinephiles attack a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship if you haven't taken the time to subscribe or like or follow anywhere on the internet pause this, do that now <laughs> give you a moment because what are you doing with yourself if you haven't done that yet drag them what are you doing with yourself if you haven't done that yet?
1: Stop dragging our listeners.
2: <laughs> um, Get them. The question really is well, what are they doing to us by not subscribing exactly. and following? Well, I'm Mela, and I'm here with Josh, Lacey,
1: and Rashawn.
0: What a do, y'all. How are we doing? Good. We're good. We're good. How, are How are you? I'm good. Um, My birthday just passed Oh, as we're recording ooh. this. I'm a fresh 31.
3: So, Welcome for your the birthday, club. you'd like ratings and reviews, right? Yes,
0: please. <laughs> Slide into the At Files Attack Instagram. You can tell me, happy belated birthday. And then you can follow, like, and subscribe.
2: See how I did that? See how she
0: did that? <laughs> what are y'all watching? <sighs> Nothing. I I know that's not true. I
2: actually just watched um a new movie on Netflix called Things Seen and Heard. Okay. It's a Amanda Seyfried is the lead in it. It's a horror movie, a scary movie. Oh, yes. It's different. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to give anything away. I feel like it's worth a watch, but it's not the scary horror movie that I was expecting. Okay. it's more it psychological it like thriller? yeah oh, okay more psychological more domestic mystery um with some paranormal elements tossed in hmm. but i think it's worth a watch and it's you know it's free on netflix what about you ashani anything new
1: because one of my best friends on the pod urged me to start this show so i did more girls no. I have never been to Star Solo, and no. I never will. I
0: know, bitch. <laughs> it's not your team.
1: I started Invincible on Yo. Amazon Prime. These superhero shows don't <laughs> want me to be happy!
0: <laughs> Why? What's happening? Um,
1: If you know, you know. I finished the pilot, and I immediately messaged Josh and just said, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 um... Like he said, great voice cast, incredible star power. Yeah. You want me to show up to a show? You bring Sandra Christina Yang. Oh, yeah, mm. mm. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, I watched the first three episodes, and
2: yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Are you That's gonna how keep Lacey watching? was. But
3: by the end, she was gobbling mm. it up.
2: It has a I'm- slow start. I will say that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It has a slow start, and it took me a while to adjust to every episode being a new villain or a new antagonist. That mm-hmm. kind of format kind of threw me because I'm used to the overarching bad guy in superhero storytelling, but it picks up. It gets better. I am We'll
1: see. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> they're just all... They're blurring together for me, you know? Mm-hmm. We did WandaVision. Yeah, I mean, Falcon came in. The winter, shoulder, winter Soldier was with him. The Winter Soldier. <laughs> <Winter Shoulder.
0: laughs> That's the one I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the right one?
1: Now, Close Invincible's enough. here. and Netflix has a superhero show. It's just... It's a lot. It's not so, stopping anytime soon. Yeah,
0: I know. I've, it's I know. been like that, though. It's always been... Like, there's always something superhero out. The boys no just what. finished
3: filming season three and they're casting their spinoff right now. Yeah, it's I. It's definitely a lot more saturated. Who's okay, spinning
0: yeah, off from the boys? Who's spinning off?
3: Uh, nobody really. It's about the G-Men, which is the boys universe's version of the X-Men. Okay. It's going to be like kind of G-Men. It's going to be about like a university, like a college for superheroes. Cute. I don't know if cute is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it will never beat, though, the number one superhero property ever
0: made. What? What do you think? Um. Marvel. No. DC.
3: Kinda.
2: Watchmen. Yeah. Wow, he's I don't, he's throwing I don't know it what that all is. the way back. Dragging her all the way from the beginning. We
0: have new listeners. They don't They don't know what that means. <laughs>
3: Bella's never seen Watchmen.
0: God damn it. You Another know, filled um, in. let me uh, move on. What are we fighting about today, you guys? <laughs> Watchmen,
3: that's
1: what.
2: Bella. Yes, Lace? I got to rewatch a movie that made me want to be an actor. I got to watch Girl Interrupted.
0: Yay! The
3: unlucky ones went to war. There's something
0: happening here. But if you didn't know where you were going.
2: You have the distinction of being the only senior not going on to college. I don't have a plan. I just don't want to end up like my mother. Susanna. They sent you to Claymore. The best place in the world for someone like you is less than a half an hour from here. Welcome to Claymore,
3: Susanna. i guess i'm puzzled as to why it is i have to be in a mental institution call
2: me a cab okay you're a cab (laughs) you chased a bottle of aspirin with a bottle of vodka
0: i had a headache go ahead take one step and i'll jam this in my aorta
1: listen your aorta is in your chest
0: so girl interrupted is a 1999 drama directed by james mangold it stars a lot of girls that were interrupted. Winona Ryder, Angelina Jolie, Claire Duval, Brittany Murphy. Oh, I miss her so much. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, Elizabeth Moss, Vanessa Redgrave, and Jared Leto. The movie is based on Susanna <laughs> Kaysen's memoir of the same name. It follows a young woman, Susanna, after a suicide attempt. And she spends 18 months at a psychiatric hospital between the years 1967 and 1968. Lacey, that is so funny that you say that because I've seen this movie a lot. And this movie is not a light movie, as we all know. And I wonder why I've seen it so much. Like, I've seen it where I know the lines. And it's not one of those movies where you're just like, I'm just going to quote Girl Interrupted. just
3: pop on Girl Interrupted. Right.
0: <laughs> and I realized because we ask our guests, What is the movie that made you a cinephile? Or What is the movie that made you want to become an actor? And this is the movie for me. And I don't think I knew that until I i thought about it, bringing it on the podcast. And I was like, Why the fuck do I love Girl Interrupted so much? I watched it so heavy because I was like, This is acting. This is this is acting. this is what I have to do. And I remember being like, this is a part I'm these are the parts, these are the roles I'm gonna play. N- no, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is why I love this movie so much, and I think I watch I haven't seen it in a couple years, and i I see some inconsistencies, and that's okay, but I still love it and it has britney murphy in it who i think we're all fans of and she's amazing in it i don't want to hear anything bad about it but i know i will so let's just get into it
2: josh how many times did i turn turn to you throughout this episode and go Brittany murphy (laughs) how many times
3: once the rest of the time you went either turn to me or just kind of do it into the ether you went ah queen (laughs)
2: like
3: super loud (laughs)
2: She Pretty was. Pretty much every line
3: delivery she had.
2: She was. I am a diehard Brittany Murphy stan for life. I love all of her work. She is f- fucking incredible in this movie. So good. Totally, completely tragic, funny. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm starting. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take it away, goo.
2: Also saw this movie many, many years ago and had the same feeling you did, Mella. I was like, like Josh, when you had that moment with I Am Legend of like, this is what movies can be. This is how people can tell stories. This is what actors mm-hmm. can do. This movie showed me that with all of the women on screen, everyone from Elizabeth Moss to Angelina Jolie's sociopathic portrayal of uh, Lisa Winona writers questioning Clea Duvall's pure innocence, but with a slight side of trickery. We haven't even touched on Whoopi yet. We
0: haven't. <laughs> Whoopi. So
2: and she is the thing that really like holds this whole story together. If you know me, if you've been listening, you can't really go wrong with a female ensemble, <laughs> especially one this strong. I hadn't watched it in a few years i think it's a movie that i forget about and then someone brings it up and i'm like oh fuck yeah girl interrupted i i had a great time i still loved it i, I can see i can pick a, pick stuff out mm-hmm. but overall i love i love this movie
0: i watched it a lot in college just pop it on throw it in the dvd player let's just watch girl interrupted mm-hmm. chill just chill, and watch Girls Interrupted, eat my little two piece in a biscuit, and watch Girl Interrupted. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And so I think I had a lot of years watching it, and then I put it aside, and then it was back. And maybe I should start another rotation of just constantly watching it. You down, yeah. Rashawn? Am I down? Yeah, to watch it consistently. What did you no.
1: think? No, 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 no,
3: no, no, <laughs> no, baby, no. Mm.
1: No, baby, no. I'm not going to pull out the whole pitchfork, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but I don't have any um, nostalgic connection to this movie. I I think I saw it maybe like 10 or 12 years ago. I will say that I love that. I like the acting in this movie, but I don't know if I really dig the movie. Not going to say it's bad. I am going to say that it's okay. Bordering on not my favorite. We can get into why later. I'm in the middle. I'm in, I'm in like a, okay, I get it. I get why people love it. I'm not one of those people. But to echo Lacey, I think Brittany Murphy, I, for me, far and away is, even though I know there's an Oscar winning performance in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I think Brittany Murphy is far and away. Yeah. She has a, a grasp on what what's going on in the movie and that's who i gravitated to as the kids would say she understood the assignment (laughs) she she got the assignment understood it and brought the extra credit (laughs) yeah i don't i i don't have any like vitriol towards this movie but i I don't have the love for it that I, i know a lot of people do and i respect that but not my jam
0: okay well we'll get into the specifics later josh
3: so i had never seen this movie before ever okay and the way i described it to lacey (laughs) if it weren't for the performances in this movie Mm -hmm. it it would be fucking unbearable to me i i think top to bottom everyone brings it winona Ryder is great as the the straight person angelina obviously britney murphy obviously elizabeth moth is moss is great I didn't know anything about Clea Duvall at all, like as an actress. Clea Duvall stole half of the scenes she was in. I thought she was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea who she was. And not, thank God she's she's working her ass off still. And she's in just about every acclaimed TV show on television. Mm-hmm. But I'm a um,
1: cheerleader. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but kind of like Rashawn, I really thought I was going to hate it early, early on. The opening monologue is uh, nails on a chalkboard to me.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? It's the
3: most melodramatic. And I was a girl. Interrupted.
0: Interrupted. Yeah. (laughs) The fuck.
3: The ending monologue is just as bad. Am I crazy? Maybe the world is. Shut the fuck up. This
0: is a book. This is she has a fucking narrate story.
3: So is Forrest Gump. What are we talking about?
0: He'd he be up in there narrating too.
3: Yeah, and it's not that Mela. It's it's soap opera. Time dialogue.
1: out. <laughs> what <laughs> true story is Forrest Gump
3: based right? on? <laughs> I, was saying, I was saying true story to Mela, but Lacey slipped in. true story. Oh, okay. That's I was saying dress. same oh, to Mella. Because I was like, what the hell is he talking about? I was saying same about the book to Mela, but Lacey snuck in true story right before I said it, so <laughs> okay. i an idiot. Bye i love mr it. Do it again, forrest then. gump <laughs> look all i'm saying is i think I, overall i think i like the movie because of the performances i do not like the script i i do not like the script sam i am i don't care if it's a book that's what adapting a screenplay is for okay it was brutal sometimes man the, these actors saved it because the book is a
1: memoir correct
0: yeah do you, Okay, so I know Lacey's read the book to get into it. Is the book good? Because I've read it. I don't remember it.
2: I read it after I saw the movie for the first time. And I think I was expecting
0: yeah, it to be I
2: narrated more, less like a memoir and more like a a, a novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's written very much as like autobiographical first person. And I had never read anything like that before, so it didn't resonate for me as much when I read it when I was younger. I went back today. If you, if you search the memoir, um, you can get a free preview on Google um, of hmm. the first, like, 20 pages. So I was skimming through and, like, comparing how the first few scenes look in the book and how they came out in the movie. And it's really spot on the with with Susanna's voice and even the cadence of how she speaks um Winona really nailed what I hear in my head when I'm reading she nailed it on the head I don't remember much like about similarities or differences um and I'd be interested now as a far more seasoned reader than I was when I was younger to try it again or to try maybe the audiobook of it and see how it works but yeah that's that's my experience with the book
3: i don't it's hard because i don't think it's i'm kind of with rashawn is i don't think it's a bad movie do i like it i think so mhm it, it like that's all i can say is these the performances saved it
0: it's just so hard for me even trying to watch it now like critiquing it to see it in a different light and i mean yeah i thought i could do that because I mean other movies that we've brought brought on the pod I've seen before and I can you know kind of distance myself now but I was watching it and Rashawn's like does it still hit the same and I was like yeah it fucking does <laughs> like I just couldn't I can't see it in a different lens and I, I get what you mean by the story but not completely because I fucking still love it all <laughs> but there is some things in there where I'm like oh that line now I remember I thought it was really badass and now I think it's super corny right. um specifically when to jump all the way at the end of the movie is when um Lisa is poking at Brittany Murphy's character and she's like man is like a chicken is like a dick is like a man
3: yeah that that missed me I don't I didn't get it
0: It's not, like, something to super get. And I thought it was back then. Like, it's just... She's so
3: fucking deep.
0: She's fucking deep, dude. Like, that's coming off the dome. And I thought it was just, like, I remember...
3: Eminem's been real quiet since Angelina.
0: Like, I can remember looking up monologues. And this is before going to acting school. Like, looking up scenes and monologues and being like, I need to fucking get this shit. And, like, really trying to find the the deepness to it. And I wa- when I watched it recently, I was like, huh, that doesn't really mean anything, does it? <laughs> that's <laughs> so, like...
3: But that Angelina acts the shit out of it.
0: But I and an I Academy think Award. That's what I was mesmerized by. And I still am is the acting. So I'm like, yeah, you could just be speaking in tongues or, you know, fucking Pig Latin. I don't give a fuck. You're just fucking good to me. So. Yeah. And here it is.
1: Great segue. (laughs) I think one of the things that I was just trying to figure out watching it, kind of the way I feel about Ledger and The Dark Knight, where I feel like Lisa is one of those characters that can just do and say whatever she wants. And the movie kind of has to run and bend backwards to catch up with her. At points where I don't know if that actual character was in this situation, if she would get away with a lot of those things, if that makes any sense at all, I don't know. For example, like it works because it works for the Dark Knight because the Joker is just what he's what the fuck ever, and he's just the Joker. Mm -hmm. But Lisa, it like it's a fun part to act, I bet because. She says what everyone's thinking, but no one wants to say. And she's able to get under everybody's skin, you know, but in the confines of the movie, I'm just like, case in point, I think we even like paused it to talk. Lisa would never, ever be allowed to go get ice cream with that group of girls. Right. Correct. Wait, you just brought Lisa because she's the only person that would stand up to that old friend and tell that lady to kick rocks Mm -hmm. but in reality there's no way that Whoopi would be able to watch all of these girls and lisa at the ice cream shop because this this girl's a flight risk why is she getting ice cream
3: she's been there for eight years at that point
1: (laughs) yeah so i'm just i so it's parts like that where i'm like girl interrupted needs lisa but she's just like ping pong and all over the place.
2: I had moments where I felt that way too. this watch through Rashawn, like when um Polly is put in solitary and they sneak over and get the musical instruments. I can suspend my disbelief pretty far, as we have learned throughout this podcast, and I can accept a lot in storytelling. One, there is no way Lisa would have her own set of keys to get into the music pantry. You know, there's no way Lisa would have the the ability and the building wouldn't have the security for her to just sneak in in the middle of the night to tell Winona we need to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on that point, that there's, you have to go pretty, pretty far to just accept that she's this all-powerful sociopath.
1: Because, yeah. well, the first time they do it, when they go bowling, it's, it's really cool. Because it's and like you, a group kinda, activity. It's yeah, yeah, and you discover it with them. But then this hoe keeps, she's drugging people. I'm just like, what? I'll bend a little bit on the security aspect just because it
3: was, what, 1968? Yeah. And so they didn't have much. But you're going to tell, tell me there's big...
2: not even going to be like a security guard on the grounds?
3: I, I mean, I'll give them a little bit on that. But yeah, it was a group activity that required everyone. And then suddenly it didn't suddenly she had free reign on her own or suddenly in the finale, they, they could get to the basement without, um, what's her name that could pick the locks
0: Mm -hmm.
1: after like, this is her first day back from escaping, you know, and nobody's watching her.
3: I don't know if I liked that. She came back.
0: What do you mean that she, what do you mean? Yeah. Just the
1: end. I don't know. It, that they caught like did she oh obviously she was in handcuffs so she got caught doing something yeah
3: i don't know i don't know if i would have rather had that closure it was a fake ending to me i don't know it was just felt clunky i can't it's hard to put my finger on it because that was i i want that scene to happen lisa's breakdown when we got this like this heartfelt montage of her getting quote-unquote better and her Getting the okay to get let out, then I was like, "Nope, sorry, I'm gonna drag you back to the middle of the movie again," with Lisa. And maybe that's the point. Maybe her recovery is getting interrupted. So, like, I get it.
2: <laughs> he said it. He said it.
3: It ruined the pacing for me.
2: Are you
0: talking about like Angelina coming back at the to, very end? At yeah. the very end. What I think is, like you said, she's been there for eight years. That she got there when she was nine. She's been there for all of her life.
3: Wait, she's supposed to be 17?
0: Yeah, dude, these people are supposed to be teenagers.
3: Winona I will buy, and... No one else. (laughs) Maybe Elizabeth Moss.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: I buy them all. Not Angelina,
0: 17? I don't buy Angelina, 17. I mean,
2: they're
1: all... I don't know. they're just there i don't, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> i don't think about that time.
0: i mean if they were all like 20 mid-20s sure and i i talked about this so i was like i know i'm a fucking what i forgot the word you called me Rashawn. age whatever i'm like these girls they are not fucking 16 17 these yeah. bitches are like 25 but what i was saying is like she's been there for half of her life at this point and i feel like even if she were to escape there's still a part of her that wants and needs to come back because this is where she thrives. Right. She gets a thrill on poking fun at these people that have mental illness. And of course she does too, but you almost towards the end when Nona is telling her, you are fucking cold inside is like, you don't have anything but Claymore and the people here. And you barely even have these people. So I think like her getting caught, yes, is it's inevitable, but either way, I still feel like she would have found her way back.
3: You know what it is, and it's that's what I mean. Is I understand her coming back, and she needs to come back. I would have had Winona stay broken for a while at Claymore. Lisa comes back, she lets it all out on Lisa, and that was her healing. She kind of she healed without without any closure on the thing that kept her broken. Does that make sense? She like, I wanted to see the healing montage after her
1: telling Lisa to sh- shove it or don't put her healing in a montage. Nice. That too. She's, I mean, she's the yeah. main character. I, I don't know. It just feels like, yes, maybe Lisa's being caught is inevitable, but the movie seems a lot more interested in her than it oh. is. With well, I feel like. Writer.
0: I mean, sorry, Susanna Kayson, but everyone else is way more interesting than she is.
2: Mm-hmm. That ending moment is kind of necessary, though, because of the conversation that Susanna has with Vanessa Redgrave's character, Doctor Wick. Doctor Wick says to her, "It's not about being better. It's about." maintaining that and having control. So like yeah. it's about having those stimulants thrown at you. Like yeah, you're fine in this controlled environment, but can you maintain that as you're being challenged? Like that's what what healing that's is about.
1: Point. She heals and then Lisa comes back and I I really don't like that final chase scene. I didn't understand why she was saying all that stuff to Lisa, whether she believed it or not. Like, the montage just showed us she's better. So she was saying all these really hurtful things. Maybe she was lashing out because they were reading her diary. But I don't know. It, it felt like a relapse when we're at the end of the movie and she's supposed to be better than Lisa. That's
2: interesting because to me it seemed like growth. Because Yeah, me too. I, when she's talking to Whoopi in bed... After she comes back, after Daisy's killed herself, she says to Whoopi, a better person would have called her out. A better person would have stood up to her. A better person would have gone upstairs. So, like, no, yeah, she's saying really mean and nasty and hurtful things. Kindness has not really worked with Lisa up until this point, And subtlety has not worked with Lisa up until this point. So, I don't know. I kind of saw that as a moment of her, like, owning that she doesn't want to be in Lisa's world. She wants to be part of the whole world.
3: I kind of sided with Lacey and then Rashawn made a good point so I'm siding with Rashawn. And, <laughs> and, but like you're right that that's her standing up to her but just that Whoopi's character has shown us that you don't have to attack and be mean to Lisa to stop her. Susanna brought herself down to Lisa's level to affect her instead of raising herself to Valerie,
1: to Whoopi's level. Which is which is fine because she's not she's not whoopy. you know she's not an adult no one is no one is <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never you never will be you never ain't gonna ever be whoopy. but it it seemed her that in that moment she seemed to retread back to the person she was in the bathtub when mm-hmm. she's lashing out at Whoopi and that to me that seemed like didn't seem like growth it seemed like her reverting back to how she reacts when she's in pain. But
2: I also feel and... like Susanna's arguments are like her comments are valid. Mm-hmm. She's calling Lisa out, and that's what Whoopi did in that situation in the bathtub. She says, "You're a sad, selfish little girl, and you need to make a choice." Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what that whole final scene is for Susanna. It's it's calling her. But is out.
3: is it the delivery though? Because she's it was the screaming at her. I think that's maybe what it is. If Winona had gotten... What? I'm
2: sorry. She just broke her hand in a door. Oh, my God. I can't watch.
3: Like
1: 90 seconds before. That.
2: <laughs> so, she's yeah. Fine. She's emotional and screaming. She's fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I if I grabbed somebody's diary and they were talking shit about me, you know what I mean? I think that that's what prompts Lisa to right. act the way that she does. Because this is the person that she escaped with. They were supposed to go live a great life together. And then when she has to come back to the institution, and she finds the diary and reads all this shit, she's like, "Oh, I wasn't your friend." Okay, bet. Give me your fingers. But she was you know, never so. her friend. Boom. The diary Lisa. didn't sit right with me either. Lisa wasn't her friend. What do you mean? Like
2: the uh, the whole like vessel of Lisa and their friendship is to prove how not to prove, but like to show how unwell Lisa is and. Susanna breaking away from that is part of her healing and realizing that the reality that Lisa has created is a toxic one is part of Susanna's growth. They had these things and they did these things together, but Lisa was a is a bad person. That whole scene Well, yeah,
1: she's in a mental institution. She's not <laughs> well. But I think for what for the place that they were in and the circumstances of both of their mental states they were friends you know what i mean and yeah she's a wild card terrible person but even suzanne took some of lisa's traits she took some of the more positive aspects the the bluntness the being up front she took all that from lisa and their relationship was mutually beneficial for a moment so I think for her to find the diary and see all that stuff, and her just tell her that she's not well, yeah, Lisa. The whole movie, Lisa's like, yeah, I'm a sociopath, whatever, whatever. But to see that in writing from someone that she was close to, I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It was a little
3: funky. The diary didn't. I didn't. I wasn't crazy about the diary. This whole time, we were told, we were shown through these healing montages. That Susanna kinda became (laughs)
0: fucked up. Kind of became
1: not.
3: Susanna kinda became everyone's favorite. Even Whoopi kind of acknowledged that everyone was kind of gravitating towards Susanna, even the orderlies. And then all of a sudden she's got this mean girl style burn book that she's talking mad shit about. Wait, what the fuck? She was mean this whole time? Like she turned down Jared Leto. And his offer to go to Canada because she loved everyone in there so much.
0: Well, I also think that that diary, we don't know when those um, entries are from. So when she's... she when she first gets there, she's like, "What the fuck? All these people are fucking crazy. I'm not crazy." And she finds out little by little that she, like these people are actual nut jobs, and I'm nowhere near. As crazy as the girl with the burnt face who thinks she's a baby. Like, so of course she's writing all this stuff down because she has no friends. She's in a new spot. She's being told that she has a borderline personality disorder. So the only thing that she can turn to is her diary. Yeah, of course those entries are going to be in there. Or we get to that part of the movie. And of course, Lisa, because she's trying to be vengeful is going to read those parts to those people in order to be like, see? She is a bitch.
3: I mean, that's a really good point. I knew I had the thought for a reason. And okay. despite your well spoken point, Mella.
0: Thank you.
3: The scene's on YouTube and Angelina Jolie's at the back of the diary.
2: Oh my God, There's not Josh. a lot of pages
1: left.
3: Am I wrong? <laughs> oh
2: my God. Am I wrong?
1: You can count on Josh to pick a knit.
2: Petty. Uh, Look at that. Petty. She's petty. Am I wrong? You're not. She's at
1: the wrong. back of the diary. While we have this picture up, what's up, Carmela Diaz?
0: Oh gosh, what? one of
1: your yes biggest largest of peeves. I know you're not changing the, the p- subject after my sick pet. victory. Josh, let it go.
0: No. <laughs> uh huh.
1: Is a crunchy wig
0: baby baby (laughs) this wig mama it is bad it is so bad and I I think it changes because there's a scene when she's sitting on the counter at Daisy's house and it looks fluffed it looks washed I'm like I don't know if it's a new wig or they washed that motherfucking wig but throw it away
2: (laughs) I don't get it
3: I, at first, I thought that was intentional, though, because, correct me if I'm wrong, Lisa seems like she's kind of malnourished. She doesn't mm-hmm. eat. She doesn't take any of her medication. She doesn't
2: sleep.
1: She doesn't sleep. Yeah. So, is it is it a bad wig, or... Nah, b- a bad appetite, don't do that to your bangs. <laughs> well, yeah, that looks like she cuts her own bangs.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, it's just ill-fitting.
0: It seems like, to me, and I've always thought this, the wig department was just like, we need to make Angelina Jolie not look as hot. So right. let's get this blonde wig and cut it up. But All there's right. no reason that her character would have it. She could just have regular hair. She doesn't need this wig.
2: Right, just cut her little
1: Especially because she's the bangs. only one there. Everyone else's hair is, is decent, you know? Yeah. But like maybe she- maybe to that point, maybe she doesn't let people do her hair, so...
0: What her, huh. Angelina, the actress or Lisa,
1: Lisa. Oh, oh, oh
0: gotcha. Yeah. I mean, because there's this when she first comes in. Whoopi says we need to cut her fingernails. So I imagine mm-hmm. that it's kind of the same thing with her hair. Yeah. Why would you have to bring up that wig? <laughs> I was a girl, I
1: cannot turn a single movie off without Carmella getting a dig at a wig. So when we watched this, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, honey,
3: <laughs> to the non wig informed, would it have just been better to make Angelina's natural hair look? Because tr- I think that I think that's what they were going for. She's supposed to look ill taken care of. Yeah. Would it have been better to just do something to Angelina's natural hair or
0: what is the solution?
3: What makes it a bad wig?
0: The quality is. Just- well,
3: isn't that the point, though? Isn't that the point?
0: Yeah, but it's not like she's playing a character who wears a bad wig. The <laughs> wig is supposed to be her natural hair and the quality.
3: That's, that's what I mean. How do you make a good wig look bad?
0: We need to get actual Indian whatever type of hair in the wig. The actual quality of the wig needs to be good. And so it looks like real hair. And then you fuck up the and good hair in the wig. And you fuck up the good hair. Right. <laughs> All right.
1: This is a learning and loving podcast.
0: <laughs> this has been Carmela's dig out a wig sit moment in a podcast. dig at a wig.
3: <laughs> she's reading from the back of the diary, though. I want to make that very clear. What have, What do you gain from that, Josh? Oh my god! I, that she's at the back of the diary, implying that it's recent. I have. I am a, on your I side. I have another bone to pick. It. Yes.
2: I don't need Jared Leto at all. It's all. We don't at-
1: even- Oh,
3: wait,
2: wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. You don't need the character or you don't need Jared Leto? Both. Jared Leto. Actually,
0: I do. I,
3: I kind of like 30 seconds to Mars.
0: <laughs> I mean, Shut up,
3: Josh. We got
2: some songs in there that slept, but I...
3: Wait, I, I, I thought that was the actual discussion. <laughs> I do kind of like some 30 seconds to Mars song.
2: We get everything we need to know about Susanna's love life with the flashbacks with the professor and then adding in the orderly relationship with John That's all I need. He didn't serve any part of the story for me. Uh, Except for the escape attempt. And that could have been done at any point in time. That could have been done with her parents and had it been way more impactful. Okay.
0: I do think, even though I said we didn't, I do think we need him because she um, goes to Vanessa Redgrave and she, she talks about how, like, well, why do you guys think I'm promiscuous? Like, what deems a young girl promiscuous over a young man, right? And Vanessa Redgrave's like, Well, you just had sexual relations with your boyfriend, and then the next morning you were with an orderly, right?
2: See, I thought about that too, but I'm like, Wouldn't she be considered promiscuous enough by the time standards by just hooking up with an orderly inappropriately in the night?
0: That's true. But I think it just adds fuel to the fire for the therapist. Where it's like, you see? Meh, it's a fire just... I don't need.
2: I didn't enjoy his performance. Sure. I didn't enjoy their relationship at all. Cut it out. I forgot
0: he was in the movie
2: until exactly. I watched it. I was like, oh, shit.
3: Do you know I would I would have gotten drafted? There's a calendar you can type in your birthday and see if you would have gotten drafted.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so sorry.
3: Sorry, what were you saying or Sean? <laughs> Just, he
2: is really chaotic uh, it, this evening he makes yeah. it so hard to love him
1: <laughs> um i was gonna say that uh aside from the wig the flashbacks are also crunchy sue me
0: hold on i like the flashbacks what the fuck
1: die mad i don't care they're not
3: they're... <laughs> What's
0: crunchy <about> them?
1: <laughs> wait is the only flashback i can think of is
3: the graduation and the one night stand is there more
1: Well, they keep cutting. Every time she gets it, there's that sequence in the beginning where she keeps getting the checks in the room. And every time the door opens, it flashes back to her at the party. What? Um, I love
0: those.
1: No, it's because in the beginning, I feel as if it doesn't know what kind of movie it's going to be. Like, we're going to give you a little narration. Then we're going to give you a little nicely edited flashback and forth movie and then it abandons all that about 30 minutes in.
3: I expected this sort of cutting to and from this therapy session into what got her here into the into the hospital back and now into the present day in the in the psych ward and it it didn't. Yeah. I'm going to be It was very stylized beginning that didn't maintain. I'm going to
2: be very it's middle very of serious. the road on this because I enjoyed the flashbacks and I think at the beginning it gives a really good insight to where Susanna's at mentally because mm. if we're just going by her narration, she's fine. She just tried to drink a bottle of aspirin. So I think it gives headache. us some insight. However, I think there were too many. I think you give us those first few with the, the dad's doctor friend where she's spacing out and not focusing not paying attention not communicating and then we move on from there. We we establish that yeah, something really isn't right. Something's not going right and she needs help and then we move mm. on to helping her.
3: The affair subplot was only in there so when they went out for ice cream and maybe this happened in real life, maybe this was all the dominoes in real life and I'm just a fucking asshole. But
0: I don't think they went out for ice cream in real life. The affair
3: happened. she
1: didn't I thought she was going to say, I don't think you're an asshole.
0: <laughs> didn't say it.
1: <laughs> no, it's all right.
3: So they could run into the mom and sister, or mom and daughter at the ice cream shop so Lisa could stand up for them so she could start to idolize Lisa and then so the rest of the girls could stand up for her as well so she could realize that she's found friends in them. She can find friends in the rest of them at the ice cream shop with just having fun and being friends it doesn't have to be this thing
2: I agree with you but part of her being committed to the institution was her promiscuity and part of her diagnosis yeah. was her being promiscuous
0: yeah which and
2: is... I
1: like, I like the ice cream scene I do.
3: I do too but like if we're talking about unnecessary things that are just in favor of making this Lisa's movie I think that's one of the biggest ones
0: I don't think She's promiscuous. No, not at all. For the '60s, she is. For the '60s, yeah, and I think because of her family, her family's very well-to-do, pinkies-up type of shit. You know, wearing black in in her room, and they think she has an issue.
3: Wait a, a minute. She
0: does what?
3: The family doesn't know about the affair yet. When she gets subm- admitted, because unless she tells them, does she tell them? Because when she's at the party at the beginning. The mom has to whisper. She's like, "Oh, that's so and so's wife." So the mom doesn't think Susanna knows
1: that family,
3: but I, Susanna I, knows
1: that family biblically. I was on. I was under the impression that that party was a little farther back. Yeah. Than her. Attempt. Okay. And
0: I think she. I don't know if the mom, the wife of the guy with the she had the affair the with the
3: female cuckold.
0: Yes. Jesus I don't Christ. think she knows about the affair until. The ice cream shop. That's what I took it as.
1: Well, because no, she I was mean, like, she has to know way before that. Yeah, mean?
2: that's why she's confronting her. You well, know, well, maybe
1: this movie sucks. No, no. <laughs> well, Carmela, you said this is your favorite movie. What? And you didn't didn't know that little plot
0: point? No. I, now that I said it, I'm like, wait a minute. She definitely knows. Why the fuck would she be like? I know about you, bitch. <laughs> you know, like she. Definitely yeah, it's her verbatim knows.
3: line. I know about you. <laughs> That's how she knows. She says, I know about you. I know so, about yeah.
0: you, bitch. Yeah. But, I mean, we need the fucking flashbacks. I don't care what you are saying. I, I say. think if
1: the movie had kept that tone and that pace.
0: You want flashbacks the whole, the whole time?
1: Well, the if the whole movie was her narration saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then every flashback showed us how unreliable she was as a narrator. That's, yeah. Lisa remains a supporting character, but part partly because you know it's Angelina Jolie. Once Lisa comes into the story, she sucks all the air out of the room, and all of that is just pushed aside. But it's aside. still
2: Susanna's story; it's still her journey. Yeah. This girl is not stable, and now right. let's go on this journey with her as sh- as she seeks help.
1: Yeah, I just I just wanted to keep that. You know what I mean? Because part of her diagnosis is that she's borderline. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't want to be insensitive, but I don't, the movie doesn't explicitly or subtly tell us that. she just, they just kind of go for like a blanket. Everyone's crazy.
0: I think though, and this, I guess, I guess this is what I was trying to say to you yesterday, is that I think that is the, of it because she starts off thinking that she's fine like she just has a little bit of issues and then she gets diagnosed and she's like what the fuck it's is this even real and I feel like that is a part of it where it's just like she goes into the therapy session with Vanessa Redgrave and she's like you can either grab a hold to your of your disorder and own it and try to get better or you can just let the disorder take over you and you can be here for nine years like Lisa. And I think that's a part of her journey is like figuring out whether she wants to figure out this disorder or she just wants to wallow in the self-pity of it.
1: Yeah, I that's an awesome point. But I to push back, I don't think the movie is interested in any of that. Mm-hmm. Even though it spends so much time. It doesn't spend a lot of time. Once it gives her the diagnosis, the movie is kind of in the middle section becomes like a hangaround movie. Which is well totally that's what cool. I was gonna
0: say. I think the movie is more focused on the relationships that she makes in this this ward than it is about her mental illness and getting better. I don't think the movie is about mental illness and these people's different, you know, illnesses. I think it's more about the people and how she connected with each and every one of them because at the end the monologue that you guys fucking hate she talks about how she's seen some of them and some of them got out and she still loves them and she still thinks about them. So I don't really think it has to do a lot with the disorders.
1: But it 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 tries to have it both ways. It puts And I a think lot it succeeds. Emphasis. It does not. I'm so sorry to tell you.
2: Thank you, Lissy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about... Really quick, I'm going to change subjects. Can we talk yeah. about the scene at Daisy's? apartment. Because that whole 20-minute sequence still rocks my world to this day. I remember watching it for the first time and being sunk into my seat shocked when Susanna finds Daisy in the bathroom the next morning. I still hear that song, don't they know? And I get goosebumps and that's automatically what i think of i think of that scene say what you want about the movie but that whole lisa pushing buttons and pushing things further the power struggle between lisa and daisy Susanna watching it all happen and then seeing the repercussions of this psychotic behavior Mm -hmm. is very well executed
3: i don't want this to take away from the scene because it's you're right it's one of the best sequences in the movie and this might just be because you were what nine when this came out and i watched it for the first time now at 19 Shut so the i fuck know
2: up, <laughs> asshole.
3: so i was 100 percent positive you could have had my entire bank account on the line the way britney murphy delivers that last line i want you gone in the morning or whatever
0: mm-hmm.
3: i i was 100 percent positive she's gonna go kill herself and i don't want that to take away from how good of a scene it is but surprising was the last thing it was for me and that might just be because britney murphy was that good
0: yeah i was gonna ask because when i was watching it i was wondering if i was surprised by her suicide maybe i mean i don't know i don't know and like i you said it doesn't take it away take away from no not at all and at i all. think
3: and i think that's something that comes from your first time watching it as someone in the single digits or yeah. 10, 11, 13, 12, whatever, however old you guys were when you first watched it, versus watching it for the first time when you're 30 and you've studied film and you studied story structure. So like, I, what I'm trying to say is it's just as good watching it, knowing at the bottom of your gut that she's going to kill herself as it is watching and being shocked by it for the first time. I think mm-hmm.
2: for me, it's the subversion of, I want you gone in the morning, but then we have that whole morning scene with Susanna. Yeah. Walking around, catching her breath, deciding what she's gonna do, and then we come back, and the music's playing.
3: Mm. Look, it's all sad. It's yeah, it's all sad, and it's definitely all great.
1: tragic. But I do, I hate to agree with Josh. Gross. Come on, come on, baby, um, don't. But come the movie a- does. Come on. I feel like the movie basically tells you. I mean, the last thing you see of her is her walking up the stairs to the white light. You yeah. know, so I I think the movie definitely says oh, she's gone. Going back, I agree with you, Lacey, that it is tragic. I mean, it's, like, the turning point of the movie. And all of that rests on Brittany Murphy's shoulders. I don't like the scene. I don't know why I was hesitating to say it,
0: but I don't like it! Oh, my God!
1: I don't like it. <laughs>
0: what the fuck? Like, what Wait, don't what? you like?
1: I, 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 I can... <laughs> Let me, uh, let's fucking go, bitch! <laughs> no, what are you
2: talking is, about?
1: It is such a such a well acted scene,
2: incredible,
1: okay. incredible between Brittany and Angelina. It's that thing going back to just throwing a loose cannon in your movie and letting it bounce off of the weaker characters. And I just don't, I don't follow the movie to that house i don't i i can't see suzanne and lisa getting to that house it's just they're just there because the movie needs to get there to get that moment pulls me out
2: they need some place to stay the only person they know that's out Mm -hmm. is daisy the only safe quote-unquote place that they know is daisy
1: i can't disagree with you there it just it it stretches like you said it stretches my belief
3: it did throw me for a second. I had to kind of get my bearings when they showed up to her place. And then it's like a 20 minute
1: yeah. sequence where we're at her house. And I'm, again, agreeing with you so hard. It's such a good scene. But halfway through, I'm like, why are we at this house? I, I just don't. Uh,
3: because they ha- their
0: plan is paper thin. Like this is something a sociopath thought in the middle of the night. And she's like oh, who who do I know? Nobody. Who's out? Oh, Daisy. All Their plan is can volume. be paper
1: thin, but I don't think the movie's plot can be. And in that moment, it feels like the most convenient of convenient that they go to her house and they have the address to get to her house. She's
2: been sending postcards. That was addressed. Mm-hmm. I know. Listen, I also... it's messy, but we get there and we love it.
1: I'm telling you I was conflicted. I agree with you.
2: I also do think a
0: part of it is Lisa being like I want to see what the fuck is up. I want to see this this life that she's been talking about nonstop for the last month of her being at Claymore. I want I feel like she knows that she wants to push her buttons because she right. she has this whole entire movie
2: it's that whole scene is a power struggle like the only person who had the same level or modicum of power in the institution was daisy to lisa and that's because of her relationships on the outside
3: someone else may walk away with the assumption or the idea that this was lisa's plan all along was to go to lisa to daisy's place yeah that i wasn't one of them but,
1: I would hate that. <laughs>
0: that I mean, that I don't think that's terrible. the complete thing. I don't think that's the whole plot. But I do think there's a similarity in Daisy getting out. She watches her from her window, from the window. And she said, what does she say, Rashawn? The line that you're like, I fucking love this line. Oh, good luck, crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in that moment, that's when the wheels started turning. Where she's like, I'm going to figure something out. Because mm. then once she finds out that Susanna is leaving she gets her diary so I feel like it's more about the people getting out that she's gonna be like see you need this place just like I need it then if she's
1: if she's gonna be that superhuman make her the ward make her the nurse you know what I mean but for her to wield that much power and influence and convenience of accessing all these people she's their peer, you know what i mean? So it it just it it it, it like strains a little bit.
3: To call back to the key thing, she had keys when they needed keys. She was able to to steal money from a guy when they needed money. She was a very convenient plot device in a lot of scenes. A very
1: well-acted, Oscar-winning no. plot device, <laughs> but they play they place her where they need her and yep. sometimes it's just a little, a little bit much.
2: My favorite fucking line in this whole movie is when there, when Susanna's offering Daisy Valium for the first time in her ward room. Lisa comes in, and Angelina Jolie's delivery of "That's fucked up, Daisy." Is I love it. Yes. One of the best it's fucked up Daisy lines. Perfect. It's so human. It's so it's so good.
3: I also I know I talked a little bit about Claire Duvall. Elizabeth Moss is really fucking good in this because Big
1: Lusher is kind of bad.
3: Did you uh, think so?
0: Rashaun! I think
3: I think it was. Shut up! I think it was an example of a char- of her understanding the assignment. I don't think the character. I don't think Polly needed to or should have been anything more than exactly what she
0: was.
1: Mm-hmm. I still like it.
0: What? What? What's <laughs> wrong with it? You didn't like her teeth. That's what it what? was. <laughs> what? That's what he said.
1: Oh, we were talking about what people said during the movie? Oh, fuck. I will end you and Lacey's alliance right now.
0: <gasps> no, you won't.
1: Yes, I will. Did she talk about Brittany Murphy? No. She okay. said,
2: sometimes,
1: I, I don't know if Winona Ryder is good.
2: Oh, no, I agree with that statement.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. What the
2: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You, Sean. I said it because
0: you were like, I don't know if Winona, Winona is that good sometimes you said you were iffy about her and i said yeah carmella
1: that's bullshit
0: what are you fucking talking about i literally
1: said she's incredible and you're like wait what
0: no you didn't you literally Uh. were like i don't know sometimes i'm half in half out and i was like no i get it sometimes i'm like that as well
3: was Rashawn was was Rashawn meaning
1: her career
0: no he was meaning yes
1: Yes.
3: you were meaning
0: her career when we were watching this movie I i said
1: she's incredible
0: I'm talking about the movie, this part. You were talking about she's incredible?
1: Yes. The she's not incredible
0: in this. Better is that. You said, you
1: said, I don't know. You leaned your head back. <laughs> Carmela laughed. You said, sometimes I don't know. I'm not sure if she's good or not. And I was like, overall? And you were like, yeah, she's one of those people. Like, I don't know. And I said, oh, I think she's incredible. And you were like incredible, and then we did the game that we do, where we see who's seen more movies, who's seen the more, who's seen more you're movies seen than the other. Today, Junior. <laughs> seen of- and I went through movies that I thought she's incredible in, and you're like, huh? Well, I guess I haven't seen a lot of her movies
0: again. Okay, none of this is wrong. You're saying it verbatim. That's. But I agree. I don't think she's the best part of this movie. I said it earlier. Whatever. That's why I'm, we love okay. Angie. That's why we love Britt. Brett, we love whoop. Duh.
3: Yeah, I'd put her at definitely not better than Angelina. Obviously not better than Brittany Murphy.
0: Who's top? Who's number one? For me? Yeah. Angelina. Okay. Lace. Brittany Murphy. Rashani? Brit?
3: Brittany Murphy.
0: <sighs> I fucking love Angie. I don't know, dude. Uh,
3: then it's Brittany Murphy's a close second. Yeah, super close second. Catch me putting Clay Duval at three, whoopie at four.
1: And then Elizabeth Moss, Monona Rider, tied at five. I adore Angelina. She has Tony Collette's Oscar. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> okay. Come
2: on. No, I think her Oscar is very well deserved. In this,
1: go watch the final scene in the car, The Sixth Sense.
2: I've um, seen it. It's incredible, uh, incredible.
1: Can we talk about Whoopi?
2: Yeah, duh.
0: Yeah.
1: That,
3: let's that's end the,
0: Let's end this discussion on a good fucking note. Whoopi.
1: Whoopi, maybe don't lie anymore.
3: Kid,
0: <laughs> I've never lied in my life. How
3: does that was Whoopi... a lie. <laughs> she really out here cosplaying as as Georgina. How? Answer me this. Riddle me this, Ms. Goldberg. How does one 10 out of 10, every line delivery in every movie they're ever in, how does she
0: do it? She's whoopy.
3: When she has the smallest lines or her last line, think of me when you shave.
0: Dude, I what? wanted to cry.
3: That's one of those lines where like you laugh cuz it's a funny line, the way she says it and her eyes when she says it, the heart she has when she says it. It's like it makes you also want to cry.
1: Like she's the best. You look up gravitas in the dictionary and it's her staring
2: at you over a pair of glasses. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. Like I don't know if I could handle
0: it. Oh my god. This is an amazing segue to my game. So, if anyone wants to air any last grievances, now's your time. Sean, not you. <laughs> Josh, um, go ahead. We
3: made a whole character Irish just for one throwaway joke, but that's fine. Oh, Ooh, how authentic
1: was this one?
3: The Nerds? <laughs> Yeah. Just so Angelina could make a joke like halfway through about her Irish accent, which is fine. <laughs> it like I invested memory in that character, like, okay, so people go see her for stuff, so I gotta
1: remember that character. I gotta remember her name.
2: What it's a hell to, die, a on. Color. A hill to <laughs> die on. What a hell to die
1: on. It fills out the ensemble. She has so, she has an inner life. She has a story.
0: Right.
3: I'm not it's dying almost- on the sill, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and maybe have a
1: picnic. (laughs) I did
0: I did say any last grievances, so if you want to get it out, that's one. Look at
1: me, Defendant girl, interrupted.
0: Thank you. Are you happy,
1: liar? Why do movies love fake out animal deaths?
2: My God, the fake
3: like the fake. This is not just he's just running off now. He's like
2: grievances. Okay,
3: Uh, let me go. Hey, hey, I'm talking to you, movie industry. Why? What why do you need death? to fake out Animal deaths? Just do it or don't do it. I'm just play, like I'm play the intro over him, so keep going. It's just okay. Uh, why do you have to fake out the Ruby Death? Like if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. Don't make me stress about it. And Who then...
2: thought Ruby was dead? He did for like 30 seconds, and it was like when? if you had waited, waited the 30 seconds until we got into the car exactly. with Susanna, you would see there's Ruby in the car. She's okay. Why also, did you think you she was the, dead? You turn
3: the corner and, and Polly is holding her. Because they do that on purpose. Because you wake up and the empty stool is the first thing you oh. see, and she's like and she's like, Ruby? And as she runs out and she runs down the hall and she gets to the dory of the hall and you hear Hi. Oh shit. Is someone attack is like someone attacking Ruby? You hear a meow. You don't hear any humans talking to her. So for a second you're like, is the cat okay?
1: A Why? preview into Josh's head, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Okay, who wants to play a game?
1: <laughs> yeah, guess. I want to play a game. All, All right. right, everyone, gird your loins. It don't matter if you win by an inch I or a
0: mile. guessing games. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. me that. So, as we have talked about, we have a lot of women in this movie that we love. So the name of this game is called Girl, Don't Interrupt Me. Uh, that's just for me. Like a um, the theme
2: songs.
3: <laughs> give Mella the, the, key, the, the laptop for a couple hours and let her make up a theme yeah, song for this please. specific game. Give, <laughs>
0: give me a couple of days, though. Hold on. So I'm going to give you a quote from four of the lead actresses' famous movies. So we have Winona Ryder, Angie, Angelina Jolie, Brittany Murphy, and Whoopi Goldberg. That okay? So I'm going to give you the quote, and you have to tell me what movie it's from, who the character is, and who the actress is. Okay. And
3: we can't interrupt you.
0: Do not. Well, girl, don't Lacey, interrupt me.
3: Lacey Ooh. can't interrupt you.
0: So three points per quest, 24 points total. So if someone can't get it, then you can chime in. Yes? Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. For, girl, don't interrupt me. Here we go. I'm gonna start easy. And the code is, I myself am strange and unusual. Oh, I know this. Rashawn. Is
1: it Winona? Yes? Is it Beetlejuice?
2: Nope. Yeah.
1: Oh. Is Is it Lydia?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Very good. uh, You said that was easy.
0: Oh, I (laughs) I thought it was easy. (laughs) I thought it was gonna be easy. Okay. I also
1: just don't know Beetlejuice quotes, so.
0: Um. Okay. Next one. You're a virgin who can't
2: drive. (laughs)
3: Lacey.
2: Brittany Murphy. Yes. Clueless? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I can't remember her name. Go ahead, Rishon. Rashawn.
1: Ty.
0: Ty! Yes! Oh, so two for Lacey, one more for Rishon.
3: Come on, Josh. Hey, you goose egged my
1: game. What <laughs> <laughs> <would> fuck? Dragger.
0: <laughs> okay, next one. The only thing I like more than money is revenge. Josh.
3: Angelina Jolie, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Smith.
0: Not the movie. Not. not Damn. The movie. But it is the actress. So you get one point. Anybody else? Do it again. This one's really fucking hard. <laughs> That's um, got a
1: Mrs. Smith vibe, dude. I'm gonna guess. Is it gone in 60 seconds?
0: It is not. It is not.
2: Is it? Lace. oh, Lacey, Is, it the, is it the movie where she shoots and the bullets curve? Wanted. I, the, no, no. <laughs> it's not wanted. It's not wanted. You got. I'll give. Is I'm it, gonna read is, it one
0: more time. No. And Money then, is revenge. Is it Maleficent? No. What the hell? To... <laughs> she wants
3: but does Maleficent not want revenge? He, Am I does. wrong?
0: She, she does. Where, where the, is their money in the kingdom? From the crows.
1: The crows are going to pay her.
0: <laughs> the only thing I like more than money is revenge. If that's not wanted
3: or Mr. Or Mrs. Smith, you fucking lost me. <laughs> Laura Croft does not want revenge. Dude. Rashawn?
1: This is my last guess. Is it salt? If it's salt...
0: It's not What the hell is it? Fucking kung fu panda, dude! It's Shark Tale. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Lola, and it's from fucking Shark Tale. Oh my god! I forgot that it was like a mob movie with fish. Okay, next one. Y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. Blank. You look like hell. Yeah, I just got back. <laughs> this one's kind of hard. Uh-oh. So somebody tells the character, "You look like hell." "Yeah, I just got back." Josh, is it whoopee? It is not whoopy. No. I
3: just did process of elimination. I have no
1: idea. Roshani is it from Sin City? No. Okay. Never.
0: Mind. Do you want to take a stab at it, Lacey? I have no idea. That is from Heathers and that's why uh, Nona Ryder. Oh. She plays Veronica Sawyer. Oh, it's okay. Moving along, moving along. It's fine. <laughs> Next quote. Happy endings are just stories that haven't been finished yet. oh Rashawn?
1: No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Prashawn? It's Jane from Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
2: yes Well, actress so I've got it. it.
1: Angelina
2: Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I have my everything my
1: hand. I, I even have the character. Back off. It. We'll give it to her then.
2: Coming for blood.
0: <laughs> Coming for blood. Okay, next one. I am not now, nor have I ever been a Las Vegas showgirl. I am a headliner. Damn it.
2: All three of We're our silence. hands. All, three. All three.
0: Motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic. Masterpiece. Sister act. Masterpiece. Whoopi Goldberg. Sister Mary Clarence.
0: Sister Mary Clarence. Or Dolores,
1: depending on who you ask. Masterpiece.
0: The next one. This is kind of a long quote, so you have time to think. I fell in love with the Big Apple last summer when I was visiting my brother Peter Peter, there. He followed his dream all the way to New York. This is Peter as Liza. This is him as Madonna. And this is him as Barbara. <laughs>
1: Mich- <laughs> I have you to thank for this, but it's Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes. And it's Brittany Murphy.
0: Yes. Mm, do you know I the name? That now? Of her
1: I do not know her name, no. Anybody? No. Not a clue.
0: Her name is Lisa.
3: Oh, the irony. <laughs> for as big of a fan as Lacey is, I have seen... So few of Brittany Murphy's movies. Oh,
2: she's so well,
3: good. It turns out never
0: too late. Never. <sighs> Rashawn is in the lead, as we know. Okay. <laughs> next one. When
1: when will I be celebrated, Lord? When? <laughs> God.
0: I'm gonna do should I do an easy one so everyone has a chance or should I do like kind of a a deep cut? Both. Yeah, do both. No, it's just for this next one.
3: End on an easy one.
0: Okay, everyone, have their hands ready because y'all are gonna know it.
3: Do the deep cut and then the easy one. No, Give no, no t-
0: it's it's. All, I had two quotes for one movie because I wasn't sure. Ah, got it. I understand. This is the last question.
3: Easy for sure.
0: Okay, Molly, you in danger, girl? <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah! Lazy ghost. Yes. Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Omney yes! Brown. Yes. Uh. <laughs>
3: The delivery, the delivery, like shocked me.
2: <laughs> like I went
3: into shock first.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations, Rashan! You win yet again with a whopping five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Don't count them. Don't points. count them. Doesn't matter. Congrats, dude. Congrats.
1: They always try to bring a hero down.
0: <laughs> Wrapping things up, girl interrupted. Is a movie that made me and Lacey want to become actresses in the first place. Mm-hmm. We probably can't see it in a different light because it's just so good to us. And I, I'm really happy because I keep bringing movies to the pod that Josh hasn't seen, and he's not totally hating them. So I'm gonna add one little tick in my box. And Rashawn, whatever, dude, I'm done. <laughs> Girl Interrupted is a great film and everyone should see it. Even if it's just for the performances, maybe the story is not all that great. I wouldn't suggest reading the book after you watch the film, but read the book anyway. I love this film.
2: And that's it. Good Pigmella.
0: <laughs> so we end each episode with a quick round of Six Degrees of Separation. So, who can find the fastest connection between Elizabeth Moss? And Mary Elizabeth Winstead.
3: Who the fuck is that?
0: I'll she show you a picture.
1: was. She's Ramona. Scott Pilgrim.
3: Oh, shit. Okay. I know who that is. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. And I got it.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Vishon? Who is that?
1: Uh Elizabeth Moss is in Us with Lupita Nyong'o. That's what I was going <laughs> to Who is in Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman who is in Infinity War with Chris Evans who is in Scott Pilgrim versus Pilgrim. the World. Motherfucker, with Mary dude. Elizabeth, Wednesday.
0: Congrats, dude.
1: I'll just die since that's <laughs> what the face everyone <laughs> I mean, has on their, I was about on a their split l-
3: second away Good from saying too, so
1: no, Yay! no, 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 no.
0: We're excited for you. I just want
1: listeners to know that when we turn off this call, they all jump me and beat me down. You don't need to be off the so. call. We
2: jump you on. Right on, on. here. Uh, let's Gong go back for over for the last six episodes. I think Rashawn has won every six games. of
1: I do not care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no rest for we the We jump you with love.
1: Oh, I love you guys too.
0: That's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment, if you haven't already done so at the beginning of the episode, like I told you to, <laughs> and rate us on iTunes. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinefile Attack. And we're on TikTok now. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at wincinephilesattack at gmail.com From Mela, Josh, Lacey, and Rashawn. thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.